0: and we're live welcome back to the Ephraim show and today's guest is a guy who owns a streetwear brand it's Reese. how are you doing I'm good and you bro thank you for having me Mm, great 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 bro getting you on the show has been a journey (laughs) yeah
1: thanks a major journey
0: bro Mm, mm, mm-hmm Okay, we can start with the first question. So how did you like start kick? Like what was your thought process behind it?
1: Uh with see so so basically mm-hmm. um for my birthday, I think it was in 2006 yeah, 2016. So for mm-hmm. my birthday, my aunt was close friends with Anati. So mm-hmm. for my birthday, my, my aunt took me to his house because at the time he was like my favorite artist. So i went to his house you know and basically he just started telling me like i need to have a side hustle because like studying isn't going to work like i need multiple yeah. um revenue streams of, you know, income. Streams of in- income yeah so what basically what happened was like he brought me um his merchandise and mm. it was like he, he basically told me he's like Do you want to jump in the studio or mm something else and then i looked at the merchant i was like can i make clothes and he's like yeah you should do that so i was like okay Mm. i'll do that and then yeah basically for a while nothing happened like i Mm -hmm. I hit up some of my boys and i was like let's let's make a brand and they were like down for it Mm
0: -hmm. and it
1: wasn't kic in the beginning it was actually just Mm -hmm. like our initials but then eventually no one was putting in like the effort or even like trying so Mm -hmm. I said, I told the bros like, yo, I'm going to do this on my own. And then mm-hmm. basically our group name was kids in the city at the time.
0: Mm-hmm. And I thought it was, it was really... really
1: dope. So I took that and we used to call ourselves KIC for short. So I took yeah. that and then I just ran with it right now. It doesn't really have that meaning. Like as far as KIC is concerned, um, mm-hmm. city, it's just, it's just its own thing now. And then you have like the KIC, which means, um, smile kid in french mm. so basically the whole thing behind that is that um everybody looks at the negative in life you know like generally we're always looking at the bad things that are going on forgetting that you know we woke up today we had mm. food on our plate we have a house to sleep yeah. in, you know like all those type of things people don't really um account for in life in general we're always thinking about the negative, so the one mm. thing is just like smile like you're alive bro mm
0: that's that's a dope that's a dope message and i think wow you only focus on the negative i mean i think it's true i don't know if you can jump on but i'd say especially for me like although i've achieved a lot you know the cbs looking good you know you're doing different things like you know although you have the good days when the bad days comes it almost feels like yo we're in here but like you almost forget like the sunny days in a way
1: yeah for sure i feel like a lot of the time um people there's actually a quote that i saw yesterday is like people whisper Mm. your achievements and scream Mm -hmm. your mistakes Mm. yeah so i feel like life is basically like that and i blame social media to be honest because Mm social media like brings this platform and most of the time it's it's negativity unfortunately Mm. yeah but uh... yeah
0: social media (laughs) wow that's my social media man i think i don't know i feel like i may be contributing to this problem because when i think about it like whenever i'm on ig it's when like i'm traveling or something's happening you know like you'll never go on and be like yo this is a crappy day, you know, man's been unemployed and da da da, da. But I, I don't know if it's just like the ha- the habit, because like you know, you're looking on social media, Instagram, and everybody's, you know, posting their holidays and da 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 and then you're in your head you're like, if I post my bad day, will anybody like respond? And is that really being kind of true to yourself? Because I know knew they were talking about like removing the like button maybe that would be like the next step.
1: Yeah, for sure. I definitely feel that that's something that could change things because in my head, you know, like the social platforms for, should be for you to, to say something, but mm-hmm. it doesn't have to have a response. Like they need mm-hmm. mm-hmm. for comments and, mm-hmm. you know, like you can Relax. say what you want to say and then people can either take it, leave it, it doesn't matter. But as long as you've said it and it's off your chest, then Mm. everything is okay but then like you know like how social media is now things can spread i think negativity (laughs) spreads way quicker than positive things yeah and for me it's like i post my bad days you know and my good Mm. days i feel like if it's a balance then then you're not in the wrong but there's a lot of people that will post only a certain thing to get a certain amount of likes or you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that was probably me. I'd say kind of a trick high school. I just, because like most people know what brings in the numbers, and you can see the analytics if you put your thing on the business account. So it's like, okay, I can give them what they want, or I could post what I want to. But I think what people, like for me, there was a time where I was just posting what I want, and then You're not getting what like the results you want to see so then you're like do i do this or do i go back to what people want and i think it's a it's a very like tricky line to go down because like obviously we're both in the creative industry and obviously we want to make money and we want to give people what they want but at the end of the day we also want to do what makes us happy
1: and inspire people
0: Mm. for me
1: I think I went through the same thing during the trick you know like
0: Mm.
1: when I was posting a lot uh, like wearing nice clothes and stuff and and Mm. people were liking it I was getting thousands of likes but it wasn't like what I cared about Mm. so you know like in that year like I think in my trick all I wanted to do was like be famous you know like my goal was to like be known by everybody and whatever And I did kind of achieve Mm. my goal as far as like the industry people knowing who I am. Mm. But then I just sat back one day and I was just like, now what? Like it didn't change anything. Yeah. So then from that point on, I started posting things that I thought were really cool. My stories, I would share like fashion related things or racing related things, because that's what I care about. And I think when you start doing that, like I think to start your, your, your following, you obviously need yeah. to do what people want yeah. but then you get to a point where it's like you can do whatever you want and the people that that really yeah. mess with you will stay and then the others will have to just leave you know and then yeah. more people might find you that
0: can relate to you. Yeah that's true. You need to do the hard work yeah. and we can move on to question two. So who's like I mean, you don't need to pick one person because I heard from your last interview it was Mac Miller who inspired you, but who else, like, have you taken inspiration from?
1: Uh, Okay, besides Mac, I mean, mm-hmm. as far as music is concerned, like, the music side of things, because obviously it contributes to, to, like, my thought process mm-hmm. and everything. And that's, obviously, as I said, um, yep. ASAP Rocky's definitely a, been Ooh. a big... Um, inspiration logic like Mm. back in like my 2012 days logic was Mm. a big inspiration and then recently it's been aj tracy
0: oh so yeah let's
1: go (laughs) say again
0: you listen to the british rappers (laughs) (laughs) nice
1: like fully like that's that's my stuff right now Mm. i've actually invested a lot of time into like learning and going back where i missed out on you know Mm. But yeah, like my recent collection, live and direct, was uh, inspired by like AJ Tracy because it's a line that he always uses. So, yeah, uh, yeah. That whole collection nice. kind of inspired by the UK scene. Mm. But but nice. and then like obviously I have my my fashion um, inspirations. So I have like mm-hmm. Yoon An, who is the creative director of Ambush, which is a streetwear brand. Mm. Yeah. And she's also the men's jewelry director at Dior. Mm. So, yeah, she's just very inspiring because she does, she does exactly what we were talking about, where she does whatever she wants, and if you don't like it, it's Again. okay. <laughs> if you like it, then you'll be there for her. And then, like, mm. there's a guy named Reese Cooper. Um, mm. he, he stays in L.A. now, and basically he's just been pushing, like, very eco-friendly streetwear. Like, a lot of mm. these fabrics are made from... Um, recyclable material and stuff. So he, he inspires mm-hmm. me in that aspect, but I want to actually try get to that point, you know? And then my biggest mm-hmm. inspiration uh, in the fashion industry is Luigi Villeson Muir, who's the owner of Rude, which is Ooh. currently is the, the brand thing. that's popping, like, big time. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, his inspiration to me is just that, like, he came from a... He didn't come from a struggle, but he came from a I'm place where, where everything was... Um, not stable so to speak yep so he he came from a place that's not stable and he is where he is now and he just tells his story so i I relate a lot to it and that might Mm. be an inspiration especially now with kic
0: yeah and we can stay on the rude thing because i've seen some um like some interviews of him and um the (laughs) the CEO of Ruji Roo, Vilansor. I know he's from Manila, the Philippines, but I think what I like about him is that like, I can kind of relate to him because I have lived in different countries and I am a foreigner, but I think to, to be yourself in a different country is like very hard because obviously I have citizenship in SA, but like I have to play by SA's rules, so yeah. it's it's tricky because i mean if you're not playing by the rules then we already know people are going to start looking at you but obviously i think finding the balance of like being comfortable with your culture and obviously obviously following the rules is interesting one
1: yeah Rude. i feel you i mm. can't relate that much but
0: yeah, yeah. Where are you <laughs> coming from yeah and like what what uh like what in like in, um intrigues you from like the rude like how he's done it like his fan base or
1: as far as rude is concerned i think like the story in the beginning is that like he you know his parents come from the philippines and mm-hmm. they try to start this new uh, life in america you know and basically he didn't know how to speak English he was very introverted and that's I'm very Mm. introverted so (laughs) um the story that like just the story that um he tells like how he come how he came up through his primary I can relate and then he gets into his high school um life where he becomes a lot more popular and people start actually caring about what he's doing and watching what he's doing and maybe getting inspired here and there, but almost in a way that like, they're not trying to show it. You know what I'm saying? Like people will Mm. take things from you, but like, they won't show that you were the one that inspired them, you know? I felt like that a lot Mm. through high school because people used to take a lot of the ideas that I told them or I spoke about, and then they just go run it by themselves, you know? And then also just like the story with with Ruiji is just like, everything is very plain and simple. But has a deeper meaning to it.
0: Mm. And KSC
1: in the beginning for me was very rocky because all I wanted to do was make something that looked really cool and not mm-hmm. tell a story. Now, mm. since like I've gotten this inspiration from Rude, I try to tell a story through um through my marketing and not my garments, because mm. the garments is only the merchandise of what yeah. you're trying to tell people, you know? Mm. So
0: yeah, it's true, man. I think I think for me, as I've gone along, like, the fashion lane, like, obviously, my trick was, like, the where I got into sneakers and now, like, getting into clothing. Like, it really is the details which does it for me because I think, like, we can speak about sneakers like the Air Jordan 1s and yeah. the Yeezys. I think they're cool sneakers, but I think, in my opinion, they've kind of released too much and there's not enough over there to for me to be like okay i want this one so i think when like when you come to a place where like you're far ahead in fashion it's just the details which does it for you like the little things for sure
1: i feel like with the Air jordan one is just people don't even <laughs> like the shoe it's just the story behind it and yeah unfortunately now there's hype behind everything It kind of ruins that and takes the the actual purpose of the garment or the piece itself away. Mm -hmm. But, you know, real people acknowledge the real story.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, when it comes to sneakers like I used to be in, then I kind of had to take a step back because I think it's too materialistic for me. And I think... um, like i was like bro what am i even doing i'm spending like 10k on shoes this ain't normal it's not yeah.
1: <laughs> it's just shoes in a different color
0: yeah yeah that's true but i mean telling it to them is another story but anyway i digress we move on <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> and number three who is your now that's similar to question two so i don't i don't Okay, let's just skip through. Number four, mm-hmm. advice for people who want to make their own brand. Like, let's I'm gonna give you a scenario just to make it more interesting. Let's say we got a kid who's in matric or grade 10 listening and he has ideas but doesn't know how to get his like brand off the ground. What would you tell him?
1: Um obviously I'd speak from my mistakes, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh First, I think I wrote this down. It's part of, like, my whiteboard. I think studying the game, yeah. Studying the game is, like, the biggest um, thing you need to do. I think in any industry is, like, knowing what you're getting Mm. into. Because a lot of the time, people just go into things, and then they learn on the way, and then half the time Mm. they fail because they didn't know what they were getting into, you know? So for me, studying the game is the biggest thing. Um, Just, like, knowing where to buy your stuff, um, how the market likes things, because you know, like, a lot of people will make a brand, but then yeah. they're lacking on the packaging, and people care yeah. about packaging, like, people yeah. really care about packaging. So, yeah, just knowing your markets, knowing the colors that people like, all of these things are, like, it's a big factor. Like, mm-hmm. I, when I started, I just started with caps, you know, I didn't know mm-hmm. anything about fashion, I was just trying to make a business, and... It just didn't work out the way I wanted it to because I was making weird colors and people would tell me, like, nah, this is whack. And I'd be like, who are you to tell me it's whack? You know, but the uh-huh. truth is, they are the market and like, I yeah. you know what you're talking about.
0: Mm, yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I think when it comes to like, I mean, you own a brand, you know how business works? Like, it's almost like what people want and what you want can be so different. Yeah. So I think to understand that, like from a business point of view, obviously we want you to enjoy yourself and have fun, but to keep this thing going, you know, you need to make some decisions to where, because at the end of the day, like they're the customer, you know, they have the say, they got the money and we want them to give you the money. So it, I think for me, it's just being, like you said, like studying the game and being in touch with like the culture because I was speaking to another guy who had a brand and he's never been to like a sneaker exchange. And I'm like, why? So I think it's like studying the game and also placing yourself in places where the people are as well.
1: Yeah, for sure. That's definitely something that um, I never used to do, like putting myself in the right places. I always used to Mm -hmm. think that the internet... Would work because I was watching these American streetwear mm, documentaries, mm. you know. And I don't know if you know someone, uh, by the name of As Pizza, but Fine. he, I'm He 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 does he does um like custom stuff. Like he'll make one of one pants with like a can of Coke. Like he'll cut up the can and then sew the can on and like like weird mm. stuff. But people gravitate towards it because it was really weird and one of one, right? But his marketing was mm. literally just the internet and i thought okay people will do the same you know and it never worked mm. i had to go to sneak exchange mm. and spend yeah. money and so- sell nothing but people saw who i was and i to the next one you know and i think that it's really um it's a good investment it's actually my second point in this question is like invest in marketing because that's how you're telling yeah. your story you're not telling your story through a a T-shirt printed with KIC on it. What are you telling? It's not like it has secret words in it or something. Mm-hmm. You're telling your story through your marketing, and then people will like be like, "Okay, I mess with your story. Now let me buy the merch." Mm. And the problem yeah, also, that's true. I think in South Africa as well as like there's this interview with Bobby Hundreds where he speaks about mm.
0: like
1: selling or making clothes is much harder than making arts, just arts itself because. Mm your art is judged by people's dollars or
0: ranks yep
1: so it it can be it could be hectic for an artist or a designer because if your art's not selling then just seems like it's not good enough but Mm. someone that's like doing paintings and stuff can put their stuff in an art gallery and can be there for years people will not understand it but no one has to judge it with their dollars Mm. or their or their rounds you know so it's a very different um market you're going into but yeah for that question i just think just telling your story is 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 key because Mm -hmm. you need if you don't know how to tell your story to the people you're trying to tell it to then
0: Mm
1: -hmm. you're wasting your
0: time and money yeah big investments and on that point i'd also say like you you mentioned at the beginning multiple streams of income i think you could we could stay there a bit because i think I wonder maybe if the disappointment is not that the art is not good, but, like, you've put, like, all your hopes and dreams, like, in the brand. Like, okay, I've dropped out of school, and now, like, this thing needs to work. It's my last chance resort, because I think for me, I mean, last year I studied corporate communication. It was a three-year course, but I dropped out. And (laughs) honestly, I just did it because the money was good over there. But I think I'll do the course again. And then I was doing it and I was like, okay, I can't do this. So then now I'm doing photography. And I think the fear of going creatively is that um, you don't know how people are going to take it. And I worry that a lot of creative people put all their eggs in one basket to that. Like, let's say if, if I just did photography my whole life. If these things don't sell, then I'm in trouble. So that multiple streams of income thing is very important. <laughs>
1: For sure. I think a lot of people think that uh, they can make like their dreams come true overnight. Mm. And and I think that's obviously the mistake. Because I also used to think that I, I, I thought that KIC would be able to, you know, sustain me to a point yeah. where I could buy whatever I wanted and obviously mm. it can't at the point yeah. that it is now but um you know I was thinking about it the other day' is like right now as we speak up pu- I'm putting like maybe twenty five percent into school twenty five percent into k i c twenty five mm. percent into my racing twenty five percent into my personal stuff you know but then there's people that put hundred percent into whatever they're doing and sometimes yeah. it does work bro so like we don't know the formula, but, like, sometimes people actually get lucky and they're actually doing it. Because, like, I said, and I'm like, maybe if I put 100%, it'll work. Let me just try. But then if I do and it flops, you know? Yeah. We have to start from not even ground zero, like
0: mm.
1: negative two.
0: Yeah, I think for me, I don't think it's just 100%, but I think it's just doing, like, let's say – like for me, I I have uni, then I come home, I do exercise, and then I do piano. I think it's not that you need to give your whole day, but it's just doing it like effectively and like in a timely manner, obviously. So it's, I think for me, it's just time management because I think like, let's say the guy wants to start a brand, maybe like put away Netflix and then Use that hour in the day or, like, when you watch your series, like, to focus on the brand because I think, I mean, it's easy to make excuses these days because we have so much stuff, social media, you know, the series. But I think if, like, you're good with your time, I think you can do anything, in my opinion. And well, not just do it well as well. <laughs> Thanks. There's a guy, I
1: don't know if you know a guy by the name of um, Hype, are you allowed to swear on this podcast
0: yeah you can swear it's fine
1: (laughs) his name is motherfucking hype um Mm. he's an MC. he's a dj he hosts parties and stuff he's one of my friends and like he just taught me like a different perspective you know like i used to wake up at five before but like have nothing to do you know but like when he Mm. put it into my mind like waking up at five getting some stuff done and then like compared to someone that wakes up at 8 you've gotten three hours more than the, the normal person you know yeah and you times that by seven and you times that by four and you times that mm. by how many weeks is there in a year 52 yes yeah like the time is crazy that you're, you're actually consuming more things than the general human being so that perspective mm. is definitely something that you you have to put into your life because like you say you can make time and if you're doing it efficiently yep. like it can happen
0: yeah yeah because when I think. I
1: saw,
0: yeah you, you can, can continue
1: sorry <laughs> had a, there's just some quote that i saw on one of these entrepreneurship um, pages Is like you could listen to music or you could listen mm. to some podcasts you could mm. watch netflix or you could learn yeah. about something or you could spend money or you could invest money
0: so it's like mm. it goes on what you That's true. true yeah yeah and it's so true because like i even look at my life and like bro like i don't even watch tv or the news and not to say that like i'm disconnected but it's like i know my mom and my friends are going to tell me what's going on so like i don't need to spend my time just being there and like i'd rather use it on something else i think i mean for me it's just understanding what's important to you and like prioritizing and doing it properly Sure. Properly. and we are on to our fourth question: putting essay on the map. Let us talk. Let us talk. Like, how do you feel about like um, the streetwear culture in essay like right now?
1: Um, that's such a tricky question because
0: mm-hmm.
1: streetwear in South Africa right now. Is very mm. uh, It's a very niche market because we have things that come across as streetwear brands, but they're actually not, you know? Like, mm. personally, people would call, like, god a streetwear brand, you know? Mm. But yeah. in my eyes, it isn't. It's just um, maybe, like, an urban brand, so to mm. speak, because they're speaking to the hood, you know? Like, that's their yep. goal, like, getting to the hood, and everyone in the hood is wearing their stuff. They, mm. They'll do, like, a certain show, that caters for people in the hood like and then you get um maybe a brand like SoSo, mm. where SoSo only cares about skateboarders like that, okay. that was the, the 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 start of the brand was skateboarding and it kind of went to different places but i don't think there's mm. like a, a streetwear brand in south africa where like they just focused on the streetwear mm. aspect they're like they're all going into different um markets or different communities Mm. so i I don't even know how to answer that question because like right now as i sit here i don't know a streetwear brand because my brand myself is like mine's very uh, in sync with the music thing Mm. no one's focusing on the story but by itself you know Mm. they're not telling their own story they're telling a story through something but i feel like that's also just Mm. the south african market you can't tell a story without like you said Ricky Rick wearing your stuff you know yeah because then it'll get to the masses i've been very i've been a person that's very um against giving like super big artists something because then your brand blows up but then your story is like
0: mm-hmm. not not told
1: properly you know yeah so for me yeah. like i've been trying to get to smaller brands smaller brands mm-hmm. smaller people just like mm-hmm. going up slowly so the story gets told in the end, but not jumping straight to the the main man.
0: Jeez, <laughs> mm, that, that, you can see the maturity right there, ladies and gentlemen. Um, And we can stay there, I think. Because, like, if I had to speak to anybody, like, on the street, ask them, do you want Ricky Rick to, like, promote your brand? I'm sure everybody would be, like, signing the papers and it would be going crazy, but you said something telling your story properly yeah um is it not like not about the artist but i think maybe because obviously like these days although it's not the way it's supposed to be but like these days if let's say i had a million instagram followers and like you know like five million streams a year like do you think because of that like the artist will come at it like okay i'll put you on but i'm gonna like drive the narrative in the way and you don't want that to happen
1: um i've never looked at it in that perspective but now i think (laughs) i i I see it because Uh as you're saying that like it makes sense because someone can think you know like if someone doesn't know the 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 backstory they're going to automatically think that that person is the maybe the owner or maybe the guy that's pushing it and then they're only going to know what that person tells them you know Mm. so I've never thought about it like that but like now that I see it is like it's kind of true because like some brands will get put on by huge celebrities but Mm. no one knows the owner no one knows anything about the brand but they know that it's popping yeah so yeah I think definitely that's something I I've done without even knowing because Mm. like even like the artists that i give like jay molly you know costa titch Mm. i give them because yeah like someone like costa you know i gave costa stuff because his story is it's just crazy you know like i watched costa like from back in the day you know like when he wasn't rapping he was dancing and then Mm. he started doing the rapping thing and it wasn't working like you know it wasn't working out and I just saw like, he was very passionate about what he was doing. He was trying to get everyone around him to, to help him, but not people that are just going to help him. And then like, yeah, that way. like people are going to help him and inspire him every day. So I was like, okay, that, that I can mess with. I'll give you something, mm. run with it, do what you want with it. And yeah, it works out. Cause now like I can say that Costa and them are like my boys and they mm. inspire me every day, you know? Even like with Jay Molly, I was with the, with, uh, the Never Broke camp for a while. I, th- I think through, yeah, through the whole of my trick, I was with Jay Molly. And, um, you know, I learned a lot from them spiritually and like just how to take life and um, the industry on in general. But yeah, like the stories can relate. I learned from them. Maybe they learned from me. I'm not too sure. Yeah. <laughs> You know, the story was told through them, but I was there, you know, like I was mm. present. So I think it's just better that way, because like giving it to someone that's dope is, is cool, but like the story doesn't doesn't go far.
0: Mm-mm-mm. Yes, yeah. Because, I mean, I think the story is very important to you, story <laughs> and marketing. And Essay, what do I think? I think Essay our culture is like so diverse i think maybe i it's my bad just saying streetwear maybe you could have just said clothing but i think we got a lot of because i know vintage is popping right now yeah so like we're also in different kind of fields in essay but i think i don't know i think for me it's not that we're not at a good place but i think i would love to have like uh like not a forbes but like our own you know like magazine or something yeah (laughs)
1: magazine no for sure the 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 diversity thing is a it's it's a big chat because Mm. we have so many different types of clothing brands like it's crazy so yeah but for me personally like i would obviously love to expand and make it a lifestyle brand because you know Mm. i want to make kic mats and kic couches one day like that's yeah. my that's my ultimate i want my house to be full of like kic stuff
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Yeah, that'll be a big flex
1: <laughs> <laughs> that'll be it that's the end goal you know like something like yeah. what virgil does you know like mm. collaboration with IKEA. idea so yeah. it's definitely something i want to do because once again it goes back to telling your story if you make it a lifestyle thing it's not like you're you're drinking a uh a cup of coffee and a kic mug and it's just flexing the brand could be telling mm. a story even even deeper you know maybe the guy that owns kic really loves coffee so that's why you relate to him and now you have a kic coffee yeah. mug you
0: know what I'm saying? yeah i get it i get it i mean i think it'll be interesting to see if you like you go down that route like how you will put your storytelling into like furniture because i'm sure Like if you're not into streetwear and you're listening, you're probably like, what? Like a KIC coffee mug, (laughs) not K, KIC coffee mug. Like, how's he gonna do that? Yeah. Only time will tell, ladies and gentlemen. Only time will tell. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I can't wait though, I can't wait. You see the previews, ladies and gentlemen. And question number six, does the black community have assets or liabilities? a good question does the black community have assets or liabilities
1: right now mm. I still think it's kind of liabilities because mm. the assets in this industry are still owned by like the white community Yeah, honest. yeah. yeah. They're, they're available to us but they're not owned by us yeah and it will be very hard to 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 make that change because they know that like especially the fashion industry is popping now you know Mm -hmm. like for example cape town alone you know like if i try to get like samples or stock down in cape town i can order it now and probably get it in 2022
0: because it's just so packed you know yeah that's mad that is mad yeah, I think for me, unfortunately, it is liabilities. I think it's just because the way the system was like put in place, like we can stay in the fashion industry and like to get your brand off of the ground, like it, it costs a lot. And whether you're going to see that money or not, like, I don't think it can be promised. So I there's think there's no guarantee. Yeah, there is no guarantee because I mean I can't tell the people you know you need to know what the people want of course so um, <laughs> if you don't then uh, yeah. I think um, the problem is like money talks because it's almost like the guy who got his whip on the lease or the guy who bought his car and it's like and unfortunately in the black community you're like I know in America like eighty i don't know if it's 80 but the majority of mercedes-benz owners are black people but i don't know if they bought it on cash i'm not jealous but i think um we need to like live in our means because i think having money and building wealth it's very tricky to do when like you got the phone contract and then you got your laptop on contract and then all these other things <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think it's it's also just our generation to be honest and our parents' mm. generation. Everyone wants to be rich. Yeah. No one wants to be wealthy. Like, no just to be rich. Mm. And uh I think rich people want to sh- rich people show the the middle class and poor people that they're rich. Mm. And then we- wealthy people just want to show other wealthy people why they're better than them, you know. Mm-hmm. So like for example, that's why you don't you don't see Bill Gates wearing crazy like brands and nah. you know wearing crazy whips because he won't spend that money because he just wants his net worth to be bigger than Elon Musk. Yeah. you know that mm. that's what he yeah. that's what matters to him. So yeah, I think people just want to be rich and they don't want to be wealthy or create generational wealth. A lot of people mm. are very selfish as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't know, like. For me, you know, I do like those things. I I feel like people, Mm -hmm. the the materialistic aspect of it is that, like, a lot of people um, want these nice things but don't know how to use them. Like, I I know a lot of people Mm -hmm. that have nice cars but can't drive, you know? Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) It's like, for me personally, I I, I come from a racing family, so I I really do want a nice car, but I I understand what's going on, you know? Like, I really Mm -hmm. admire the mechanical work behind it and not just the fact that. It's a nice car, you know. It's, mm. it's just how it is. A lot of people have nice clothes but can't dress, you know. Mm. So it's Woo. just a tricky chat. But mm. yeah, I think, like, if we just focus on being wealthy and not trying to be rich, then the world could just be a better place, especially in our generation. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. want to be 20 and millionaires. <laughs>
0: 20, bro. That's a tricky one. 20 and a millionaire. all that money that's tough that's tough i think for me it's just i have no problem with people spending like crazy amounts on clothes but where i draw the line is that if like let's say your bank's not good and like your family's well off i would not stray down that path because it just shows me a lot about you and like where your priorities lie like your priorities priorities lie in you and whatever happens to your family you're like okay i don't really care about them which is not a good impression in my opinion yeah it's It's just it's
1: just a very tricky topic because you know people will take it different
0: but no but i think for me it's just i mean i don't really care how people take it for me it's just like staying on the point because i think there's no like for me. There's no there's no problem with like having nice things, but like you just have to make sure that the family's good and like everything's good because I think like the funny thing is like I've heard a lot of people speak about um, like oh you know we're in Dubai we're going to vacation, yeah. like especially in my high school and honest to God I've only seen like two guys at the Middle East and everybody was like yeah we are all in vacation and ta ta ta. So it just goes to show you that, like, what people say and what people are actually doing are like there's a big gap, which is not alright.
1: People talk, but they don't
0: do. Okay, we can move on to the seventh questions. Why aren't black people supporting black-owned businesses? Why? Mm
1: hmm that's also a very tricky mm. question because i don't know uh-huh. if i had mm. that answer i think a lot of my friends would be up in life but
0: she that's deep
1: i don't know i think it's just a thing like there's jealousy within the community mm. itself you know mm. i don't think it has to be like uh, a race thing yeah i think people mm-hmm. In your age group as well, like yeah. people just don't want to see you win, bro. Like,
0: yeah, bro, bro.
1: <laughs> it's crazy. Like, even with me, you know, mm. like I have a group of friends, mm. um, my close, close friends, we support each other, you know? Yeah. Are we very honest to each other? Like, mm. if you're not doing something right, we're going to tell you, you know? Yeah. Like, if a designer's work, my friends will tell me, like, this designer's work. And then, I can either take it like, okay, yo, this design's work. Or oh, I can say, like, fuck you. I'm still gonna do it. it. Doesn't matter, you know. Yeah. And at the end, if it sells, it sells. If it doesn't sell, then I'm wrong, and they were right, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But then there's like the market, like not the market, the group of people after your close friends. Like they they act like they want to see you win, but the truth mm. the truth is they despise you. Like,
0: like. Mm. <laughs> Some truth has been dropped. I, I think you're right. I don't know why, though, because I think I remember like going through matric and even like just going out in public, you know, like at point, you know, just walking around. I'm just nicely like speaking to a white friend and then everybody like the black folks are like, what is this guy doing? Like, I'm sure in their head they're probably like, does this guy think he's better than us? You know, oh, he's moved on. But for me, it's like, my parents have fought hard to like, fund the life and give me the life which I have, which I'm very grateful for. So it's, it's very tricky, because I don't move around like, I own everything. But also, it would be like, if you were in my position, I don't think you'd like stay indoors and like do nothing, if we're being honest. So it's tricky, I think. I don't know where the selfishness comes from. I'm kind of curious, like, where you think it comes from. But I think it's sad that (laughs) our own people don't want to see us win. And, like, I don't know if the selfishness is because, like, you know, we want the spotlight or, like, you want the spotlight. But I I think we should learn more from other cultures because, like, although they're not all getting the spotlight, they're all making money and they're living good. So why not collaborate, work together, and, like, make things happen?
1: For sure. There was there was this... Um, there was actually a podcast or uh, interview that I saw with... Um, I don't know if you know, Mac G. Yeah,
0: oh, yes, 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 Mac G. Yeah. I don't know if he
1: was interviewing, but um, this guy said that, like, the problem is, like, hood mentality, even in America, is, like, the hood mentality... The reason why people say you mustn't stay like in the hood once you make it is because people would rather like say you make it you know like and then you build a two-story house everyone would mm. rather burn down your house than uh, all of them try level up to a two-story house mm. like that, that's just the mentality people would rather bring you down back mm. to their level than try level up with you or level up to your mm. level so, yeah it's, it's just a very tricky because people just I think think people won't support is because like imagine um people support you and then you become rich and then people, mm. people have this entitlement to like they say that they made you rich you know like I always have this mm. problem with some customers is that like people think that their 200 rand for a t-shirt is like gonna Um, put bread on my table it's gonna pay for my electricity um, like you know people are so entitled to that like 200 rand or 600 rand for a hoodie they'll 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 Mm. make like i am dying for their money and i'm really not and i think it's like it's it's the same mentality where people think that they're helping you rather than just supporting you like I, I find a big difference between helping and supporting because if you're saying you're helping me yeah. that that implies that you you are taking out of your own to put me mm-hmm. up but yeah in the background there's something that you want or there's, there's mm-hmm. jealousy behind it but mm-hmm. if you're supporting me it's like yeah it's a clean slate like you're just giving me something mm-hmm. you're supporting my business you're supporting south african business or, or you just think it's dope. Like, a lot of the time I tell people, like, when they're copying my stuff, if someone says they're copying it because they want to support me or help me, then I, I'll tell them, like, don't cop it then. Because yes. you should be copying it because it's dope or you like my come-up or my story. Don't cop it because you wanted to tell me that you're helping me. Because then <laughs> there's no point. Like, people people really will will, will make it a thing. They'll even mm. post, bro, like, to say, you know, I'm helping my boy Copy stuff. <laughs> nah, bro. Like, if you think it's dope, copy. If you don't think it's dope, mm. carry on scrolling. Like, mine's my message.
0: Mm. Carry on scrolling. Yeah. Okay. But do you think it may also tie into the kind of the entitlement part a bit more? Because I think, like, I don't know where all the good people went, man. But I think, like, I, whenever I helped a friend or, like, borrow, give to, like, give someone money like i don't write up a check and be like you need to pay me this back that uh because i'm helping yeah. helping is giving something without expecting anything in return yeah so i can't say i'm helping reese and then when reese blows up now i'm hitting up in dms <laughs> like the famous quote when you get famous like the iou sign and it's like that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's going on how is that helping (laughs) yeah
1: it's just it's the way people move i can't Mm. i can't blame people because Mm. social media teaches them sometimes that mentality Mm. but yeah like i don't know for me i just find it very disrespectful when people like will make it known that they're like they're helping you know like this 200 rand is gonna put electricity in the house and like water and it's gonna buy everything like like, no it's not bro like
0: no 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 no. (laughs) i mean if you guys know anything about like marketing and like how much clothes cost and all those you know if you had to sell a 200 rand or a 600 rand hoodie you'd have to sell multiple to like just break even so that one hoodie I'm pr- pretty sure that doesn't even scratch the surface of like the actual costs actually
1: that's that's t- something we should talk about because um, mm. you know we get a lot of people that complain about the pricing of South African yeah. and stuff <laughs> but i I, I wrote it like I wrote a, a a word document and then I like published mm. it everywhere like, I think last year sometime but um basically what I said in that was like people don't understand that like if we want to sell something, we, we have to go get a sample. First, we have to buy the yeah. fabric. Then yeah. we have to find the tailor. We have to pay for mm. the sample to be made. Yeah. Then it might not be right. Then we have to take it back. Mm. Sometimes it might be so bad that we have to redo it again. So now we're paying again for yeah. a sample. Then we take it for mm. printing. The printing could flop. Then we have to go redo that. You know, like people don't... Then there's money for transport in between all of these places. Mm. We have to wait for everything. And like I, like in my... In my document that i made i was very sarcastic because like um i would say stuff like um so now my samples are done uh now we can post on instagram and a million people are going to see what i did right and then i was like yeah because now i have to pay for marketing on instagram you know i have to send influencers things so that they can get the message out people don't see that and then like in the end of it all it's like you're not paying for the garment itself you're paying for the transport that it took for the samples you're paying for my marketing on instagram you're paying for my website to run you're paying for Mm. everything plus the little bit of profit that's put on top of it and sometimes the profit is so little like Mm. people don't understand that but they'll complain and compare us to like h&m where h&m is making millions of pieces (laughs) like people don't understand that uh, an h&m t-shirt costs like three rand bro to make yeah. it costs like three rand for us a t-shirt cost over 150 are we selling it to people for 200
0: mm-hmm. you know wow bro those guys are always saying your stuff is compared to bro that's disrespectful man come on guys no bro people no 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 no, no.
1: compare it to what Lowest thing in their mind is.
0: But also the pricing thing. I hope those guys are not the same guys who will, like pay resale prices for <laughs> uh, the Nike hoodie's made in China. <laughs> I know I've wronged wrong yeah, people the wrong way. Some of those people, bro.
1: Mm. <laughs> <of> those people. <laughs> it'd really be some of those people that will pay seven mm-hmm. k for Travis Scott hoodie. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but hey, we move, man. We move. Yep it's life
1: <laughs> you win,
0: you lose some it's tough tough out here sheesh but i think for me i think i hope we can get to a place where like as a community we like support each other because now like you got a lot of jealous people it may be insecurities and other things but i think it's not healthy for everyone like because i think like um like a lot of people always wonder why, like a lot of famous black, like Obama, like the people say a lot of things about him, like, oh, he did nothing for the black community. But in reality, like when he was studying his law degree and doing all that, I'm sure the black community saw him as like a nerd, a wimp, and ta ta ta, because <laughs> um one of my friends came to me today and told me oh Bobby Shmurda out of prison and I have nothing against Bobby Schmurder, but I can't be celebrating a guy who got out of jail now I don't know what he did but I mean I hope we get to a point where we're celebrating people who are contributing to society in a positive way and who can be good role models for us and our children
1: yeah for sure i and think i think, I think with continue. that with that topic mm-hmm. it's just like uh like, like once again social media comes into this thing you know mm-hmm. people social media people people hopped on the like personally i'm a bobby Murder fan so like mm-hmm. for me it, it means something but like mm-hmm. for a lot of people they were acting like it means something because mm-hmm. it was cool mm-hmm. to be posting Bobby murders out of yep. Funny enough, like, I'm a fan of Bobby Miller and I didn't post anything because it doesn't, like, is Bobby Schmoder going to see your post? No. Mm, so, like, nope, 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 nope. It really doesn't matter. But people yeah. are just riding the wave. Like, <laughs> that's, that's what everyone does. They just want to ride the wave.
0: Wow. Social media, it's tough out here, guys. Riding <laughs> the wave. It's tough. And I think we'll just do the last question because we're almost at the hour. All right. And I'll just do question nine, independent versus working for Nike or Adidas. It doesn't have to be those two brands, but let's just say independent versus working for like a brand, which is already established and has like the infrastructure in
1: place. Um, For me, like a lot of people think they can Mm -hmm. make it on their own and that's, I'm sorry, it's Kevin. Like whoever thinks that they can do it on their own, (laughs) like like it's mm Kevin you know, every Stop, big man. brand right now has collaborated with these brands, you know, and it's, mm. it's, it's whether, obviously there's like, uh, an agreement between the two brands, but like, yep. like at the end of the day, you have two markets, right. And mm. the chance trans- of the people that know Nike, mm. they don't know you like, at yep. the brand, they don't know you. Um, but they're bored of nike you know like yeah. they they super bored like it's the same stuff all the yeah. time you know different colors cool so nike will, will bring you along to change the perspective of nike you know and i obviously if the agreement is correct between the two brands it, it is very mm-hmm. beneficial and i think it's very um rewarding for a lot of brands like for instance ambush uh off-white you know like You're taking your community and you're expanding it for other people to see. And again, it goes back to your story because other people are seeing your story through a way bigger platform and like they have infrastructure. So like they can make multiple um, garments at a cheaper price. So now your community is not going to complain about prices because now you've gone commercial Mm and you can still tell your story. But then again the same thing with the brands like sometimes they they limit you to what you want to do like uh, mm. for example um with fear of god
0: mm.
1: with jerry lorenzo he's like yeah. he had he had freedom but he didn't have freedom with the mm.
0: nike
1: yeah with nike like then you get someone like virgil who had like freedom for days like he completely yeah. messed up the shoe you know so i just it depends on on what your agreement is but like if you're on the tip that like virgil has then i think definitely like working yeah. with them working for them is like the goal for me that obviously that like that's my goal like a like, collab yeah. with monkey or new balance yeah. for sure because they just put that, you that, a that different they just put you yeah. on a different um pedestal so to speak
0: yeah. that's an interesting answer i thought in my head I thought because like obviously not in the fashion world but in the music industry like a lot of people like AJ Tracy is independent and like they kind of speak against the label yeah so I don't know how to feel about it because I think for me there's nothing wrong with both ways but I think at the end of the day you just need to know what contract you're signing and like what you're doing, like what, how much you're going to make and like what are the T's and C's. So I think, I mean, there are benefits with working with the brand because I mean, you basically know it's going to sell, a new audience and obviously those brands like New Balance, Nike, they've been here way before we've been born. So they know what they're doing. They have, you know, I'm sure big headquarters and they know what they're doing.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think, like in terms of like the music industry, mm. um, I feel like it's a lot of the time like we we blame, or well, not blame, we like we throw dirt on like let's say like a label's name because like they maybe like someone signed their life away, you know. But at the same time, why are we, why don't we blame the person for not reading the damn contract properly?
0: Ooh, okay, okay. Let's talk.
1: Like, that's, uh, that's really. why I said the thing with the Nike thing is, like, mm. if the terms are correct, then it's definitely mm-hmm. worth it. Because if you read properly yeah. and you're, you're aware of what you're going into, then it's mm. not a real problem. You know, like, a lot of artists will go into a, a publishing deal instead of signing a contract to the label because it's smarter mm. because they, they only own the publishing aspect of it, you know. Mm. People that go and sign their lives away. I mean, you did it, bro. Like you signed the contract. <laughs> if you didn't read, you didn't get advice, you didn't get anything, then you can't mm. blaming the label because at the end of the day they're a business. Mm. Yeah, yeah,
0: it is amazing. business.
1: Their job is wow. literally to finesse you. And if they, they succeed, they've done a job well done.
0: You know? Well done. Yeah, that that was an amazing point. Wow, 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 wow.
1: But at the but same that, time I think a lot of people a lot of people just sign because like they just wanna make it out of whatever situation they're going through. Mm-hmm. That's I think that's the problem as well, because mm-hmm. these big people will take advantage of people trying to make it out. Yeah. But, but people also don't realize that like you can just take a little bit more time to get things mm-hmm. done properly. Yeah. You know? Mm, like signing today or signing tomorrow is not going to make that much of a difference but you could have read the whole contract in that Mm.
0: time frame
1: so it's very tricky
0: Mm. yeah you're right it's so tricky because i think obviously you touched on saying like accountability for the person because like like let's say if we had to do something and then you gave me a contract and i signed it for for me what people forget you signing the contract like what the contract said means that i know what you have like the t's and c's you've put in place so i think i I wonder where how we've thrown that accountability off the window because like and maybe they didn't read the contract but like you signed the thing so in their head they're like okay Mm -hmm. you know what you're getting yourself into and maybe you don't know exactly but i think also the the desperation part like that's that because it's almost like going to a car dealership and like you really need a car and the guy knows it that's a that's oh that's a tricky not a place you want to be in because like you've lost the power already he knows you need a car and you're gonna buy a car today so it's like okay we're gonna (laughs) we're gonna work something out so it's tricky
1: yeah, for sure. It's crazy that you bring that um that topic up, you know, because like I went not through something like that, but like I I mm. was gonna, like finance a car, mm. but you know, it for me it's like obviously the perspective that you see everything at, you know, like mm. people will will say like okay, you're financing a car and you're gonna pay almost double mm. the amount, yeah. or whatever, but at the same time it's like you got the car now though, like you didn't have mm. to wait, you know yeah people people will be like nah you can wait a year then you'll get the car or but what if i want to now <laughs> like you, you, you yeah. take consequences <laughs> into consideration like if mm. you want it now and you don't have mm. money and you can finance it yeah do it bro like if mm. you want to do it if you know what you're going into mm. then yep. there's no problem but like a lot of people will sign and then yep. not realize what they're going into like a lot of people will sign to finance a car <laughs> and then not insurance mm. or you know like small things mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. yes being finessed is the worst thing ever but it's not like it's not in black and white like it's there
0: mm. yeah yes yeah, mad i think it's almost like people want the like the good parts of the deal but then when it comes to like the accountability and like what's gonna happen if this doesn't go to plan it's like okay now we didn't sign up for this but I think um, like we can, <laughs> the finance, the car such I think it depends on, because when I think of like what you're doing with the brand and like, let's say going to, I think for you, it makes sense. But like for me, where I'm at right now, where, you know, we have cars all over the world and I don't need one, but if I needed one, it like, and I had a brand and things were going, I would put money into it because it almost becomes like an asset an asset is what in my opinion makes you money yeah so if you're not making money like let's say even if let's say i buy like macbooks and cameras and they're just sitting in the office that's a liability because they're not making me any money
1: (laughs) yeah i definitely but i feel like like regards to that the, the question um the contracts thing is like mm. something that I, I think that people should also like look out for before mm. we go, cause it just came to my head. Um, yep. like recently, like we were very, my friends and I were exploited, you know, and, Ooh. um, it's, it's, it's weird because, you know, we signed up for not signed, like literally signed a contract, but we signed up for it mm-hmm. like verbally, you know, but we mm-hmm. didn't realize like what we we're going into. So people should really watch out for stuff like that have like this, that that happens because like so we we signed up for this fashion show right these people hit yeah. us up they're like yo we want you to um do a fashion show like
0: mm-hmm. we'll give
1: you like 30 minutes you get your models mm-hmm. whatever and there'll be no like artists so the the, the headline is like you guys like you know mm-hmm. so we thought okay cool like this is yeah. our opportunity to be yeah. like fashion guys like we want to be the mm-hmm. fashion guys in Joker so yes. you know we were calm everything they were promoting cool we get to the venue Mm. it's a club number one it's a club wow The lighting really messed Mm. up it's dark yeah cool now there's the stage is very small like it's a it's a club bro like there's no stage it's literally just a dj Mm. Uh, so there's no runway so to speak um so anyways like yeah we do rehearsals cool rehearsals go clean because we've made like our own runway within the club Mm -hmm. not realizing that like okay when people are here it's going to be tricky to keep them yeah so we do our Mm -hmm. show and like my models are literally pushing people out the way so like like, yeah you know and i was kind of angry but like at the same time i I said okay so i knew what i was signing up for but then Mm -hmm. i realized like the day after i woke up and i'm like damn like these guys made money like there was mm-hmm. no artist or mm-hmm. anything like they the, the show was like 150 rand entrance mm-hmm. and the club yep. was packed like i don't want to gas myself but my boys and i we filled the club with people for a fashion trip, mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yep but then i woke up the next day and i realized like yo these guys like they made money mm-hmm. and we got nothing all we did was spend money dang so, like, it
0: happens man it happens yeah it happens yeah,
1: like, just like people mm-hmm. don't realize it until it's too late you know
0: mm-hmm. so, yeah but yeah. don't you think going forward maybe like we should all like let's say if like you get a future like someone says hey reese i want you to come up and like do some stuff you'll be like yeah what are the t's and c's where like yeah, where's your sure, location yeah. do you have a runway
1: now there's gonna be a contract. I want to
0: know my percentage. Mm-hmm, yeah.
1: If you're mm-hmm. gonna pay, pay me, then regular percent. Like
0: mm-hmm. because at the end of the
1: day, like you know, people use that chat. Like I don't know if you know the the application clubhouse. Yep. A lot of these creatives have been on. And one of the days we were talking about being exploited, and like people say that like if you uh if you said yes, then like you're not being exploited. But I, mm-hmm. I, I kind of disagree because. People just took advantage of you. And for me, it's like, if it's not in black and white, now I know, but like, now I know, like, I messed yeah. up, you know? Mm-hmm. But still, if you're taking advantage of someone, like, you, you either have to own up or, like, just acknowledge mm-hmm. that, like, you played someone. Because, like, mm-hmm. it for me, for me, it hurts because, like, I could have made that money. But for me now, my friends and I are like, okay, now we're going to host our own fashion shows because we proved mm-hmm. that we could do it. Because like, as far as the fashion show was concerned or the event is concerned, the biggest logos on the thing was us, you know. So it's not like people were coming for, for them. They were coming for the people that were showing their clothes, which was us. So I think also people try to make you feel like you're not worth what you actually are. And that's mm. why they do that. Because, like, if I were to ask for money, they would have been like, who do you think you are? Like, you're a small brand from South Africa. Like, wow, who do you think you are asking me for money? Like, you're not an artist. You're not nice to see, or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. But at the end of the day, like, I, we did fill the club, but now it's too late. It's <laughs> like, oh, we didn't sign a contract, so yes. had it, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. We can stay on that for the last point, I think. Why mm-hmm. do you think... Because obviously, like you said, in high school, you wanted to be the popular kid and you know how it is when you're popular. Everybody knows, you you know, everybody's talking. But I think, why do you think it's almost like that? Because like, for me, I've always been like the guy in you know, next to the popular people. But I'd say it's not that we're more important than the rest of the people. It's just that like from a social point of view, like we're kind of seen as like, you know, somewhere in the clouds. But I think it's very tricky when you kind of say stuff like, oh, you know, this guy is not, you know, Nasty C or, you know, he's not at Cotton Fest, So, okay, we, we can't have him here. But like, when does it become like a talk? Because you said like you brought, like you filled up the club with like your guys. So it's like, okay, so where's the balance? Because you brought the numbers, but still they're like, who are you? So <laughs> how are we going to win?
1: Yeah, it was actually a question that was brought up in that that conversation, and no one could answer it. It's like, when do you know, or when do they know that you're worth it? And mm. I, right now, I can't answer that question because I don't know. Like, mm. I think that I'm worth it, but obviously a lot of people wouldn't, so... Mm. And unfortunately, I think it's tied to, like, being famous, and that's not what I'm trying to be. Mm. So... It's a very tricky, it's a tricky chat, but I've also realized that like, if the person hosting you or the person on the other end is aware of you, it's a lot easier because like, I've realized like there's some artists, you know, that have like no following, but they'll get booked um, for a show and like for a proper, like a good amount, you know, and that's just based off of the person knowing the person's worth not yeah. not someone just you know like for for example i feel like people didn't know my brand as far as the host are concerned in that situation mm-hmm. i feel like they just they just see my brand everywhere and they're like okay we have to have this guy on because it's gonna mm-hmm. you know help us make yep. more so yeah it's, it's just like knowing your worth is it's, it's so tricky i can't answer the question because like mm-hmm. i really don't know
0: <laughs> i mean i think for me i think as i mean whoever's listening i hope you like appreciate yourself for who you are because i mean we're all different but i'd say i'd say knowing your worth would be very important because i think it can tie to a lot of things what like how you present yourself and how people kind of see you because these days like like me and you we are legit like our own brands like we bring something different to the table we bring our face there we bring whatever we bring but like everybody's kind of their own brand so and especially with social media because not many people will do the research like you said like if let's say ricky rick was wearing kick people will like oh you know ricky rick is the guy who owns although that's not the case but it's like oof you <laughs> yeah. you like you can't um Like, you can't almost encrypt things. I mean, you can still do it, but, like, it's much easier when it's, like, out there. Like I said, um, sneaker exchange. Like, people, you will have to be out there so that people can see. People won't go, like, okay, where are the brands who are not in sneaker exchange? So, it's, like, uh, it's tough. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's mad. Bro, it's been good having you on. It's been good conversation. We've learned a lot. We will be waiting for our kick furniture in the future. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, wow, wow. (laughs) Like, do you have anything else, like, in the horizon? Like, any kick stuff you want to maybe plug for the loyal supporters?
1: Uh, Right now?
0: Mm.
1: Probably, like, I've got a collection coming out called perennial, mm. which basically just means everlasting or never dying. But um, mm. basically my whole, uh, my whole philosophy for the rest of the year is that like, I want to push the brand in people's faces rather mm. than my designs, because a lot of the time, like I, I make different designs and then the KIC or the Sohee logo is like, you know, it's in the background or it's not present. Mm. And then people don't really tie it to my brand so mm. i don't know if you've seen the collection love hurts mm. but i did that collection with my friend um, scooby Sa, and he owns a brand called soa and mm. no one really knew that that i was collaborating with his brand because everyone just knew kic and uh, oh, okay. so i learned from that mistake with him that mm. i just need to push the brand for a while like just Sta- like like a staple t-shirt you know so i'm gonna mm. be bringing out sweaters and stuff but the only difference that will be on them is like the color or the garment itself but not mm. the design so yeah i've got stuff coming out i'm actually doing a shoot this week with quite a few people so nice in march i'm dropping sometime in march i'm not too sure when but in march okay. i'm definitely dropping so yeah
0: Okay okay, we'll be waiting for the drop and i I like how you're pushing kind of the brand because I think I think that's what a lot of people forget because like when you think of like supreme, although it may not be a good example, like we all know what the box logo looks like. If you see any it can be purple or like Barney can be on it, but if you see the box logo, you're gonna know oh, this is supreme, so I mean, I think that brand and association is kind of playing right there.
1: Yeah, for sure. It just makes you very familiar with it.
0: Hmm. Okay, it's been nice having you on and the listeners, I hope you guys have a good day and bye-bye. Shout out.